Welcome to FTU, Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and this is a very special episode of FTU, Life After the, Mil- After the Military. And the reason for that is that today, October 19th, is my first day of actually being officially out of the military. Um, my terminal leave is over, and I am completely 100% out and free. And I feel like Tim Robbins in the Shawshank Redemption after he's crawled through that pipe, that sewage pipe, and he's crawled through all that crap, stands up and lets the rain wash away all that crap that's on him. That's what I feel like. I feel like a new person. I feel like I'm free. I feel like I have, I don't know, just a little extra pep in my step now. And I feel like all that military crap that I had to endure uh, has washed away. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that my military career was crap because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the parts of it that I didn't enjoy that has washed off of me and I'm completely done with that. And that's great. Um, So this episode is going to be, you know, relatively short, but there are a few things that I wanted to uh, address in this episode uh, one, I wanted to thank everybody who's come on here and uh, shared their experiences and their thoughts and uh, just everything they've been able to add to this uh, podcast. So thank you very much. Um, two, I want to thank uh, people that I thought were leaders in the military. Now, I'm not going to mention the usual seven names um, because I'm biased. And, I, you know, I know these people are like, you know, Drew, Jesse, Jr., Al, uh, Orlando and John, uh, they're leaders. So, and I mentioned that over and over again. Um, so I'm not going to mention them here, uh, but in this instance, in this episode, there are a few people I want to say, just want to say thanks to, um, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to, uh, Ricky Lancaster. If you've had the privilege of working with him or getting to know him, you know that he's very intelligent. He's a leader. He worries about his, his troops, his peers, he worries about everybody and he'll help you out with whatever he can. And this person, Ricky is smart. He is very intelligent and, uh, he does what a lot of NCOs don't do. And he actually counsels, uh, his soldiers, which is great because if you ever see his documents, what he has, it's, it's impressive. Um, the Excel worksheets and Word documents and PowerPoints that he has, that he he's put together just to help people identify where they are in their career and how they can improve, not just as a soldier, but as a person. It's very impressive. And if you have a chance, I highly recommend you reach out to him and just ask, like pick his brain and ask, hey, man, how, how did you go about doing anything in the military? He, he can help you out. Um. Two, you know, I want to I want to thank uh, two of my team leaders. Uh, besides Al, he doesn't count again. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Georgie Medina, and I'd like to thank thank Hugo Flores. Uh, you know, when they were my team leaders, I was going through a rough time, um, just trying to hang on, and they were always very upbeat and they let me be me. And we worked together. We uh, we had an understanding. Uh, Georgie. This guy, he, he's amazing. If you ever have a opportunity to watch him brief somebody, uh, 
I highly recommend it because he couldn't it doesn't matter what he's briefing. It could be totally made up. He could this man could convince you to buy like a house in Narnia. Um, that's how convincing he is when he uh, briefs. And Hugo, uh, you know, just thank you very much for just being you and just always being upbeat and always seeing the bright side of things. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. I know I never said thank you before, but I'm saying thank you now. And as far as uh, NCOs go, you know, I, I mentioned Ricky. I also like to thank uh, Derek Riley. Um, Derek was always just let me be me. We saw things differently. Again, uh, Derek is a, you know, action guy and I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a, you know, bookworm. That's what I like to do. Um, but he never, he never had a problem with that. He let me be who I was and he let me um, train my team. And I'll forever be grateful for that. Um, Charlie 97, both times I was there, um, one when the precursor to the 98th, you know, that was a great time in my life. And I'll always enjoy um, the memories I had there and meeting all the people there. Um, the second iteration, I thought, I didn't think it could get any better, um, but it was great. Uh, granted, we were there. We had to go to that training exercise in Stockholm wasn't too uh it wasn't too much fun um but it was great to get to meet everybody and at least we were it was it was a miserable time but at least we were miserable together right and uh you know having to go through prepare for deployment uh during covid and lockdown and then deploying through a lockdown as well you know it was a great time um i didn't think it was it it could get any better than my first iteration in Charlie 97, but it, it, it came really close. Um, getting to meet, you know, Cody, Angel C, uh, Jenna, Nate, Omar, you know, and of course, uh, uh, Onyx. Um, if you don't know this guy, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, later at some other point down the road. But this young man, I, I've never met anybody who trained uh, Hawks when they were growing up and I'm still fascinated by that story um, because he, he trained Hawks. That's awesome. That's amazing. And we only found out because of uh, one of our other guys, uh, one of our young captains was telling us about how he used to, uh, you know, terrorize seagulls when he was a, a young boy. And so Onyx felt bad and, you know, informed us how when he grew up in Puerto Rico, he used to, you know, climb up to the nest and get little baby hawks, and then he would train them. Again, that was awesome. Like, I, I don't know where else you'd hear stories like that except for in the military. So thank you very much for, for the good times. Um, so now with that out of the way, there's a couple of things I want to mention. Um, I, I've been seeing a lot on these uh, – on LinkedIn about um, – if you don't know, once you retire, you know, you could put aside, it's, I think it's like 10% of your retirement pay. And uh, if you pass away, then your spouse will get 50% of your pay, basically. So we'll make the numbers real easy, right? So say you're re you're retiring and your pay is 3000 a month. If you pass away and you've paid into this monthly, then your spouse will get $1,500 um, after you pass on. 
And I hear a lot of people saying that's a rip off. Don't get it because that'll just, you know, that's just enough to keep your uh, spouse at the poverty level. And who wants to live at the poverty level? Like you should uh, buy life insurance. Now, let me make it perfectly clear what you do with your money and how you take care of your family. That's up to you and you do whatever you want. You don't have to explain anything to anyone ever. And so when people have all these, you know, reasons why you should go one way or the other, you can listen to them or not. I'm just putting this information out there because I like to just, you know, again, I've said it most, multiple times, I'm pretty good at math, right? And I'm pretty good at arithmetic. So we're going to break this down real quick, all right? Uh, in my household, my family, uh, I bring in 75% of the income. Again, we'll make this. Real easy, right? Uh, so we'll say our household brings in 200000 a year, right? So that's 200000 which means I'm bringing in 150000 So if I pass away, now my wife is only bringing in 50000 which should be enough for her to live off of. And if I had like a million-dollar policy, you know, okay, that would be great. Well, what if I came into the military when I was 18 and I retired when I'm 38? Seven years later, I parted it up, gained about 500 pounds, and I died. So at 45, I'm dead. Now, my wife, I left her a million dollars, right? So that means for the next 20 years, she can spend $50,000 a year um, for 20 years. Or if, you know, she can stretch that out, you know, it could go farther. But that's the best case scenario. So if my wife was making 50000 to begin with, that added added. 50,000 means she'd have a base salary of $100,000, which is great. And guess what? That's still only half of what the household income was before. So, yeah, this extra payment, this SBP, it's not very much because, again, that would only be an extra, what, $1,500 a month? So what is that? $15,000, an extra $18,000 a year. So bring it up, she'd be making $118,000 a year, right, until she was 65, and then all, all the insurance money would be gone, and then she would just have to live off of Social Security and whatever she saved herself, right? So that's my family, right? Um, I know there are a lot of families out there where the spouses just stay home and they raise a family. And that's awesome. If, if that's what you want to do, that's great. But you got to look at it this way. If you're the breadwinner, if you're bringing in all the income, you're bringing in, again, $150,000, right? And your wife doesn't work. You retire when you're 38. Seven years later, you're dead. Okay, well, you're bringing in $150,000 a year. Your wife never went to school. She has a high school diploma. She has no training because... She was just supporting you throughout your military career and taking care of the kids. Okay, so now she has that million-dollar life insurance policy, which means she has to spend. She has a million dollars for the rest of her life or until it runs out to figure out how she's going to bring in some more income. For me, what I did was I went and I got uh, life insurance and I, I put into this uh, because it's 10%. Who, who cares? I mean, I spend more on lattes a month than I do on, on that. That That's insane. Uh, so for me, it's a good investment because I'm trying to look at things as the worst case scenario, not the best case scenario. Oh, man, 
my wife will have a million dollars, so she'll be good. No, that's no. I try to look at it. Okay, I died. What is the insurance company going to do? They're probably going to try to uh, screw with my family, so they don't have to pay out that million dollars. They're going to say, "Well, you know, he had he jumped out of airplanes. Oh, well, that disqualified him, so he doesn't get the million dollars. You don't get it, right? You you have to look at it, look at worst on your family's worst day. Do you want them worrying about stuff? Not really. You want them to worry as about of as little as possible. So you do whatever you want. But for me, I went again, I went, I got life insurance and I got this, um, you know, I have a 401k um, and my wife, I pass away. My wife's the beneficiary, right? Um, I also heard like, Hey, you got to make sure that you go and you get your, this life insurance before you go and you start seeing the doctor before you go to your, uh, all your VA appointments, right? Well, that might be true. I don't know. You have to look around and look at your, uh, go look at the um, insurance companies, right? Because again, if you just type in Google, you type in life insurance for military retirees, this whole list comes up, right? And so I had uh, SGLI. I wasn't going to get VGLI because that's a ripoff, in my opinion. And so I had, before I got out, I had a life insurance policy for, I think it was like 300,000 through USAA, right? Well, I had that kicker where once I retire, they, they'll basically, it's still term life. So I have a term for 30 years. That's what I purchased originally. And I just redid it last year. So it was like another 30 years from when I was 47. So it'll run out when I'm 77. Let's be honest. I'm not making it to 77. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know, it was transitioned over from uh, the 300000 to the limit of SGLI. So now I have it that for my set rate until I'm 77, for, so it's 400000 uh, My work offers some life insurance too, um, and I doubled it, and that was fine. And, and it's not very much. Uh, so along with that, I, I still wasn't comfortable, so I went and looked for some more life insurance. Now I'm out. I'm already going to get my VA claim, right? So I went in and I went through Navy Federal. And for me, that was a big crack. And it was six weeks and they still can't get their act together. They want to give me a quick physical. And it, it was just screwed up. So I passed on them. And so... Yesterday, I went in again to Google type, looked it up, and <clears throat> State Farm came up. So I called them, and they gave me a quote. And lo and behold, less than 24 hours later, boom, I got more life insurance. So I understand what people are saying. You know, they they like to tell you what their experiences are. Um, but just know that that's what it is. It's their experience. I don't. I have to fully trust somebody in order to take their, like, to say, okay, I'm not going to look it up myself. Um, and there aren't that many people on this planet that fall into that category. Um, and you'll pardon my bluntness, but why would I believe an uncle-dragging caveman from the, from the military? It's like, why? It's like, 
we're all in the military. We're all equally intelligent or all equally dumb. Um, however you want to view it. Right. I don't think I'm very bright. So if, if I'm not very bright, why would I think, uh, these people that have difficulty just getting to work on time or know what they're talking about. Sometimes they do. Most times they don't. Um, so my point to this is just figure out what's best for you uh, when it comes to figuring out what you want to do for your family. Um, I'm lucky enough where I can afford to do that. So that's what I want. I want to make sure that the wife is taken care of and I want to make sure that I leave a little little something for my kids and of course for my grandbaby. Um, you know, just the first one. The rest of them, too bad. You're on your own. Because um, there's only one tag team partner I have and it's her. And so I want to make sure that she's taken care of and she's she's good to go. Um, maybe not for life, but she at least has a head start. So like I said, this is just going to be a quick little podcast. I don't want to take too much of your time. I just want to say thank you. Um, for the people that are in and uh, I, I have a few buddies who are in they're at like year 22, they're master sergeants and they're trying to max out, you know, get to year 26. It's like, just get out, buddy. You'll be so much happier. It's like, and once for the people hanging on, like trying to max out uh, because you're worried about finding a job, you'll find a job. And you also have to look at it this way. The longer you hang on, the less opportunities you provide for the young guys. Uh, let's be honest. Once we get to a certain age, our bodies are just broken down and we, we can't really go anymore. So, and that's fine because that's just life, right? It's like, how, how long do you want to jump out of airplanes? How long do you want to do these crazy road marches? How long do you want, how, how many years do you want to be walking through the Amazon or off through the Gobi Desert, right? I mean... Come on, at some point, it's just time to hang it up and just find something else. You know, like I said, this new job I have, it's great. I get to work with a, a bunch of uh, nerds, a bunch of professors, and that's what I like. That's what I want to do. Uh, so just, you know, find out what you want to do and go pursue it. All right. And as always, uh, you matter. You're important. You have something that makes you special. Just find out what that is and maximize that so you can live the life that you want to live after the military. All right. And as always, oh, and, you know, unfortunately, my uh, Crimson Tide, they didn't win this weekend. I had a, my grandbaby was crying. I had to explain to her that I watched the game and that's why they lost, so she wasn't too happy with me. But, you know, it's another weekend, and hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll win it, right? So, as always, zot, 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 roll tide.